Good morning, everybody. You're tuned in to Thoughts by DeVille D.I. I am your host, DeVille D.I. Hope you're doing well today. Now, first and foremost, I want to address the uh, elephant in the room. I apologize for not giving y'all a new episode of Advice for Gym Noobs last night. Your boy had to go down to Macon for work yesterday. Macon's probably an hour away from where I live. So I had to drive down there from work and, you know, worked all day and drove back. And by the time I got in, I was tired. That driving really drains me. I'm one of those people that doesn't like to drive. So when I have to drive, you know, it, it just takes something out of me. It's on them long stretches of road, you know what I mean? That highway, it, it drains your boy. Then when I got back, I felt like I may have been coming down with the cold. So I just took some medicine and relax, man. Y'all forgive me. I will make it up to you. You know I will. And I'll make it to up to you by bringing you a hot episode. That's what I got to do. Now, um, let's get into this, uh, what DeVille thinks. So, this one was brought to me on Facebook. It is a clip from an actual newspaper. I don't know. I don't know who the you know what newspaper it is but it was written by helen horton want to make sure she gets her credit for the article because i'm going to read it and now the title of it is boys can have periods too primary yeah i said that boys can have periods too primary school pupils will be taught that all genders can have periods in sex education classes and a victory for transgender rights campaigners. The advice to teachers was approved by Brigton and Hove City Council to tackle stigma around menstruation. Children will be taught that periods are not confined to one gender. A report says adding trans boys and men and non-binary people, what is a non-binary person, I'm gonna have to look that up, may have periods and menstruation must be inclusive of all genders. In a bid to be inclusive, bins used for menstruation products will be provided in all laboratories. Why they couldn't just say restrooms for children, according to this report? How about that? So they want to know what your boy DeVille D.I. thinks about that. Now, as I've always said, man, I'm all for everybody living their best life and, you know, living whatever life you choose. It doesn't involve me. I don't have to deal with it, but... At the same time, I know that there's a lot of people out there who don't want the schools to be the ones to be educating their children on, you know, sexuality and transgenderism, that might be a word, and stuff like that, because people have their own personal beliefs and, you know, feelings about that uh, that lifestyle, but on one hand, I say, yeah, you know, um, at some point it has to be, someone has to make sure that these children are educated on these topics because a lot of people just avoid them and are hush-hush about it and don't want to talk about it. And it's a real-life thing. And people better get used to it because it's coming and it's coming full-fledged. And like I say, everybody has the right to live whatever life that they want to. So I guess with them saying that, you know, boys and men can have periods too, okay? Yes, if you're a transgender and, you know, you still have a, you were born with a vagina, 
yeah, you're still going to have a period. And if you identify as a boy, you know what I mean, then technically, you know, by, I guess, you know, that boy that is having a period. And, you know, that does lead for to an awkward situation for a child if, you know, this boy is... Because, see, this is how you have to look at it. Or you don't have to look at it any kind of way. But this is how I look at it. Let's say little Johnny has been going to school. He's in, you know, fifth, sixth grade. Little Johnny is a transgender boy, right? Everyone at the school knows him as little Johnny. You know, that's the only image they have of him is Johnny the little boy. Six next to me in class. Then one day in the restroom, all of a sudden, little Johnny starts bleeding. At that point, someone's going to have to explain to those children why little Johnny is bleeding. Now, yeah, I know there's a bunch of people that are like, you know, they shouldn't be able to use the same restrooms. It feels weird saying they, like I'm talking about some aliens or something from a whole nother planet or something like that. Why? I don't know why we... I don't know, but either way, so there are people that don't want transgenders using the same restroom as the, I guess, natural gender people. My main concern with that is because, all right, I have been in the restroom before and full-fledged women have come in there to use the restroom because the ladies restroom may be full and they just bust in and you know invade my space and use the restroom and it's kind of weird but I, does it really bother me not really but i'm more concerned about the people who may not be able to defend themselves the children because that kind of opens up a avenue for the perverts i've been in two was it two it was two. I've been in two situations where uh, I've been on site where men were caught in the ladies' restroom peeking at women. So people already are willing to go an extra step to try to get their rocks off. So this kind of that that kind of gives a pervert and a free going to ladies' bathroom card, you know, where he can dress up at, uh, in some women's clothes and say, hey. I'm a lady, go in the restroom and possibly assault one of these young ladies and vice versa, the ladies who could go into the men's restroom and assault one of these young boys out here, man. That's the only thing, you know, that concerns me about that whole situation. But educating the children on different, the different lifestyles that people have and things that they may encounter, I am for that, despite whether or not you agree with this person's lifestyle and how they, you know, identify themselves. You don't have to agree. You don't have to agree with it to know about it. And I feel like that this is, as it's becoming more, not widespread, but more people are becoming more visible, you know, with their, with their alternate lifestyle. Is that proper? I hope so. If I'm not, I apologize. People are becoming more uh, comfortable in their their lifestyles and because when I was young, you know, thinking back, you know, I'm 38, but when I was young, of course, there was always gay people, but people kind of 
were in the closet. That's when the first time I heard the word in the closet, I was a kid. And I didn't know what it meant. I was hiding in the closet one day because I was upset and my sister's friends was over there. And one of them actually asked if if I was gay because I was in the closet. I don't know. I guess they, I don't know if they just made a bad joke or maybe they just didn't understand, you know, the whole in the closet term. But, yeah, there was like, it wasn't as, people weren't as open about these type of lifestyles at that point, but now people are becoming more comfortable and more open about their lifestyle choices. And like I say, people are free to live however they want to. That's your business. If you're a a man, but you feel like you should be a woman and you want to dress up like a woman and be a, a, a dress as a woman, that's your business. You know, if you, and vice versa, if you're, uh, you know, a woman and you feel like that you're really a man and you want to dress up like a man and be addressed as a man, that is your business. You know, let, hey, people, let, there's people out here doing a lot, a lot worse things than dressing like, you know, a, a different gender. So, I mean, that's not really a major concern to me. And I do feel like people need to be educated about this about this stuff, you know, especially the children who don't know, you know what I mean, who don't know necessarily what's going on. Now, yes, it is the parents' job, first and foremost, to educate these children. But I just say children's. I probably did. But it is the parents' job, first and foremost, to educate their child on these uh, different lifestyles that people might be holding up just the same way that you educate your child about not taking candy from strangers not sitting on men's lap and all this other type of stuff you have to educate your kid to say hey there are people out here who may have been born boys but they you know look at themselves they view themselves as girls you have to educate your kids to that because it's becoming clear that the school is saying, hey, if you're not going to do your job, we'll do it for you. So it's always best to get that information from the parent from home first. You know what I mean? Just the same way schools educate our children of a lot of things that I prefer them not doing, that I'd rather be the one to teach my child about it. So then, you know, you have to take the time out to the school's going to educate them, and then you got to re-educate them when they come home. But either way, man, I mean, I guess boys can have periods too. It's the new thing. At the end of the day, hey, more power to you. You know, live your best life. Do whatever makes you happy. It's got nothing to do with me. It's none, you know, it's none of my business. That's what, you know, what I think about it. But you know what's funny though? My daughter sent me a video she found on Instagram, and this was probably about five, four or five days ago, and it pertains to this story. The video shows this uh, website where it says, you know, it's selling a shirt that said there's more than two genders. But then when you go to order the shirt, there's only two genders. How about that? <laughs> well, we just going to keep it moving. We going to keep it pushing. Like I said, man, do whatever makes you feel happy, man. As long as you don't have to not hurt nobody or bother nobody, man, do whatever makes you happy. 
Shout out to Boy Deville D.I. thinks about it. But we're going to take a second to acknowledge our sponsors, and then we'll be right back. So check this out. I just read this uh, tweet from Kamala Harris, and the tweet said, The moment when the United States Senate agreed unanimously to make lynching a federal crime history. She should have hashtagged that. That would have been dope. So, senators have voiced their intentions on passing the bill through the Senate to make lynching a federal crime. And it was accomplished Wednesday, yesterday, after a unanimous, a uni- after everybody voted the same way. Okay, and this was a bipartisan effort spearheaded by the Democrats, uh, Democratic Senators Cory Booker and Kamala Harris, and Republican Senate Tim Scott. Okay, so this new legislation ensures that anyone carrying out a lynching will receive a um, enhanced sentence. What? Now, why in the hell is this just happening? And there are people out there who live in the bubble, and they probably don't listen to my show, who are saying, hey, man, why, why are we still worried about lynchings in 2018? Because people are still getting lynched in 2018, whether or not you want to believe it or not. Just Google uh, how many people was have been lynched in 2018. Or, you know, over the last couple years, if you want to, whatever makes you feel better. But yeah, lynching is still going on. Now, no, it's not going on at the, at like an all-time high or anything like that. But it still happens out there. And it's a federal crime now. Does that make it a hate crime? I don't know. It should be classified as a hate crime if it's not. I would hope that it is. I don't know. I haven't done the research on it. Like I said, I just saw this. This isn't a topic that just was like on my mind or something, and I decided to share it with y'all. This literally just popped up. But I know y'all didn't come here for that. Y'all came here for some morning discipline, and I'm going to give that to you. But first, check this out, man. I ate at this place down in Macon, and I want to share good things with you when I run across good things. This is not a paid advertisement. I went to the um, Piedmont Brewery and Cafe down in Macon. This was some good food. Now, it's more of a, it's not really a traditional barbecue restaurant. It's more like my boss said it was like a West Coast style restaurant because they had stuff on there like Frito, um, what was it, a Frito plate. They had a... just a lot of stuff that you know isn't considered traditional southern barbecue which i could care less about but the food was good man for the first time ever i tried fried grits yes i said that fried grits this is it's it's a fried cheese grit that has barbecue uh pulled pulled something barbecue it probably was pork but i wasn't really caring at the time on top of it so you're getting cheese grits that are fried. Listen, when you taste it, it reminds you of a a mozzarella stick, but without the part of the mozzarella stick that you don't like. You know how if you don't eat a mozzarella stick immediately, you know, it starts to get kind of like bubble gum on the inside. But this, man, is so delicious. When it hits your mouth, 
you get that mozzarella taste because of the crust and the cheese and then it just kind of just disintegrates in your mouth because it's grits if you don't know what grits is i hate your your life your life what what were people teaching you you're probably from up north somewhere and you ate cream of wheat but grits cheese grits fried cheese grits it was delicious and i had brisket with some mac and cheese and a house salad with some house blue uh blue cheese dressing everything in there they make you know in in house you know i mean all the dressings are in house and that blue cheese was on point and then cheese fried cheese grits was on point the brisket the mac and cheese everybody at the table enjoyed their meal man if you're ever down in making and you got some time on your hands you go downtown to that prim uh piedmont brewery and cafe you're gonna get some good eating on so now let's get into them this morning discipline for the day morning discipline you have to outthink your environment Deville, what do you mean by that? Well, we know a lot of us, there's a lot of people who grow up in a, like a 10 block radius, like their whole life is those 10 blocks. A lot of us uh, live in a city that we may not have left too often. So what happens is you do become somewhat a product of your environment if you're born in poverty and all you see is poverty every day then you know that can become part of your mind state if you grow up in a in a community where you see everybody goes to school graduates and goes and works at one of the three factories in town and works there until they retire and go sit on the porch and drink lemonade. That can be a part come a part of your mentality. Even if you go into a, grow uh, grow up in a household where everybody graduates high school, goes to college, gets a degree, and go gets a job that they probably don't even like, but is safe. That'll become part of your mentality. You have to learn to outthink your environment because that might not be the way you want to live. You might not want to be like the everybody that you grew up with and get out on the block and hustle. You might not want to go work at the factory down the street for 20, 30 years and then retire and go, you know, you know, live in that same uh, city your whole life. You College may not be for you. You know, you know, in some like in some cultures, it's like you're going to be a doctor. You're going to be a lawyer. You're going to be an engineer. You know, their parents decide for them the path that they have to take. So you have to be able to outthink your environment and, you know, so that you can move in a way that suits you and accomplish the goals that you want to accomplish. Maybe you have to spend more time in the house if the, your streets that you're living on is dangerous Maybe you need to find a relative that you can go live with so that you can focus on your education and get up out of there. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you need to, you, you come from a family from an area where nobody goes to college and now you need to think and start thinking about how I should go to college because I don't want to work in that factory the rest of my life. Or everybody in your family be, uh, becomes an engineer, but you don't want to be an engineer. You want to be uh, a freaking veterinarian you know what i mean you might just want to be a guy 
who runs a register at Walmart, whatever it is that that is your aspirations in life, that's for you. It's up to you to decide, but you have to be able to outthink your environment to overcome whatever situation you put in. I added those other two in because everything, every, uh, every situation where somebody is trying to have obstacles in their way to stop them from becoming and doing what they want to do. It's not necessarily uh, um, me growing up in poverty and ending up selling drugs, dead or in jail type situation. There are people who just, uh, parents are just pushing them to be straight-A students and, and graduate magna cum laude and valedictorian of their class, and that just ain't them. I just want to play football. You know what I mean? It, it It's... Uh, a complicated thing. So like I said, especially for the younger people coming up, you a lot of times you're going to have to be able to outthink the situation because, you know, you can't just be rebellious towards your parents at the same time, you know, because you're under their roof. So you have to be able to outthink the situation and find a way to say, okay, I really just want to be a freaking lifeguard. But they're expecting me to be an engineer. So I have to, while they send me off to college, and yes, I'm taking these classes, but I'm going to sneak me in, you know, whatever the prerequisites and whatever the the uh, courses is that I need to be a freaking lifeguard anyway. So that once I graduate college and I'm in a position to leave, you know, there from around them, I'm going to be a lifeguard. And, yeah, it sounds a lot like disobedience, but at the end of the day, you have to take care of your star player, and your star player is you, man. You don't want to spend the next 30 years of your life doing something that you hate because it makes your parents happy. Take this information and do whatever you will with it, but remember to get you a nice balanced breakfast in because you're going to need it because you're going to be out there getting shit done. Thank you all for tuning in to the VLDI Thoughts by the VLDI, the podcast. Love each and every last one of y'all. Go over to my Facebook page, Thoughts by the VLDI. Feed me some more topics. Give me some more things to talk about. If you like the station, you want to support the station, you're always welcome to go over and look me up at the VLDI on Cash App and drop a couple dollars in that account. It will be appreciated, but it's not necessary. All I really want from you is your listeners. Now, Do me a favor, get out there and have an amazing day.